0: Part 2. La Divina Comedia If hero journeys are stories that resonate most with humans, it goes to follow that these stories portray the most important spiritual steps for humans and their path to wholeness in their work to grow. These stories teach us that the greatest growth for humans comes from discovering a healing path through agony and despair. So it is fitting that Dante's comedy begins in a dark wood. Nel mezzo del camin di nostra vita mi ritrovai per una selva oscura che la darita via eras marita. In the middle of the journey of our life, I found myself in a dark wood where the straight way was lost. In the Commedia, we are not told how Dante became lost. Yet every one of his readers in his time knew his story, Dante's early dream was to play a major role in the government of his city-state of Florence, at that time perhaps the greatest republic in the world. In fact, strong lines of evidence suggest that he became a physician and member of the Arte dei Medici speziali the Guild of the Physicians and Apothecaries. In Florence in 1296, because of Florentine law, requiring enrollment in one of the guilds as a prerequisite for election to local government office. From Dante's early writings, we know that he dreamed of helping to create in Florence a new Jerusalem, and in 1301, 700 years ago, his dream appeared to be realized. He was elected as one of the six magistrates, the highest office of his beloved city of Florence. He had already at that point served his fair city for some five years as a devoted statesman and had finally reached what he thought was the pinnacle of his career. As city magistrate, he had the opportunity to make a real difference for good, to foster peace and justice, and support a renaissance in Florence such as the world had never known. But he became embroiled in unforeseen political intrigue. After only a year as a magistrate, he was exiled from his home, never to return again. At age 37, he suddenly found himself despised and homeless notwithstanding his devotion to the city of Florence and his non-partisan efforts on its behalf. And that is where the divine comedy begins, in his unfathomable despair. His Dark Wood is the ordinary world where Vogler, Campbell, and Young tell us the hero's journey always begins, and the entire Comedia is devoted to his finding his way out. For that, he requires a mentor and guide, and everyone knows that Dante is led by Virgil, just as Virgil was guided by Homer, as Aeneas was guided by Venus, the goddess of love, as Homer's Odysseus was guided by Pallas Athena, All of our heroes have mentors and guides. When Virgil first introduces himself to Dante, he immediately challenges him with a call to adventure. He says, Poet I was, and I sang of the just son of Anchises that came from Troy after proud Ilium was burnt to the ground. But why are you turning back? To all that misery or boredom. Virgil appears, as all mentors do, In just the right moment to guide Dante, Not back into the misery, The dark wood of the ordinary world, But rather to guide him into an extraordinary world, Of forms and meaning that undergird, And ultimately, help restore the ordinary world. Dante is overwhelmed by this meeting and responds, "O, of the other poets, our honor and light, value my long study and the great love that has made me search your volume. You are my teacher and my author. Regarding the meeting, Of Dante with the author of the Aeneid, let me state the obvious. The reason that Virgil is able to serve as Dante's guide is because he has been there before. Virgil has seen and understands every type of sin or misstep that Dante will encounter in the inferno, for he has taken his Aeneas there before and provides the description of the underworld that is the foundation of Dante, the author's own description. Furthermore, Dante recognizes Virgil as his author, that Virgil made him what he is. Dante recognizes that his love of Virgil's work has also made him an author, and has prepared him to tell his own story. And Dante's protagonist must be guided by Virgil because Virgil's Aeneid was Dante's guide to the underworld. What Dante has come to understand about the underworld has largely come through Virgil's instruction. Still, Dante must screw up his courage when it is his turn to cross the threshold into hell. This most famous of all cantos begins with the famous words. Per me si va nella città dolente. Per me si va nell'eterno dolore. Per me si va tra la perduta gente. Giustizia mosse il mio alto fattore. Fecemi la divina podestate. La soma sapienza è il primo amore dinanzi a me non fuor cose create se non eterne e io eterno d'oro lasciate ogni speranza voi che entrate through me the way to the city of woe through me the way to everlasting pain through me the way among the lost justice moved my maker on high divine power made me wisdom supreme and primal love before me nothing was but things eternal and eternal i endure abandon all hope you who enter here these are Horrifying words that Dante sees inscribed over the entrance to hell. Of note, he is one of the few, including Jesus of Nazareth, whose hero's myth is known well to all, who is able to pass through this gate without abandoning all hope. After passing through the gates of hell, Dante's instruction begins in earnest. He explores every inch of the nine levels of hell that Virgil describes only in passing in his Aeneid. In Dante's hell, just as in Virgil's Tartarus, every punishment is perfectly suited to the crime. For Dante, exploring the levels of hell involves a process of diagnosis. He is able to fully understand the reasons for the brokenness of the world, by by uncovering the sources of human suffering and understanding the nature and types of human missteps or sins that have led to this brokenness. As shown in the schematic of Dante's Hell by Mandelbaum, Dante places mistakes of overindulgence at the highest levels errors of violence in the middle levels, and fraud in the very bottom. Dante saw the misuse of intellect or the mind to deceive others as the very worst kind of human error. At the bottom of his hell he places treachery, first treason against family, then country, and last of all treason against our natural lord and master against God. In Dante's Inferno, all the types of human missteps are catalogued, every single one. His catalog of sin is comprehensive. Every type of mistake or temptation is considered, so at some level there is no completely new story that can be told after the Commedia. Every story deals with one or another of these human mistakes or near-mistakes. For Dante, encountering each type of mistake and seeing its consequence is a harsh and bitter reminder of his own missteps and the consequences of those missteps for others. So his descent is an ever-worsening trial of pain and suffering as Dante discovers the consequences of misguided action in the afterlife. Like much of the first half of the Odyssey and of the Aeneid, much of the Inferno is filled with the protagonist's tears and internal suffering. For Dante, this process is one of diagnosis, understanding the condition. That is his first step toward healing. Let me also note that after his exile from his beloved homeland, it does his heart good to see many of his worst enemies in life finally paying for their crimes. For him, seeing justice done in the afterlife begins the process of healing. Dante's rebirth occurs finally when he passes through the very bottom of hell. The poles of the world are reversed and Dante thinks, quote, they are heading back to hell, Inferno 3481. It is only then that he and his beloved guide Virgil are able to ascend to again see the stars in the last lines of the Inferno, Inferno 34, 136-139. So you notice that Dante in the Inferno has not yet Sees the sword, as Christopher Vogler called it. Indeed, he has only barely passed through his own rebirth when the first story ends. Of course, the story does not end here. Dante's healing is just begun. When Purgatorio begins, diagnosis is no longer the focus, but rather purification. Once hell is abandoned, the Purgatorio lays out the disciplined path that Dante suggests that our souls require for healing. As Dante and Virgil climb the mountain of Purgatory, Dante learns how practice of good habits can lead to virtue and health. On each level of Purgatory, The same errors encountered in hell are met one by one. The only difference is that the people in purgatory work work to overcome them. In purgatory, Dante is to undergo a stepwise process of purification and rebirth when he arrives at the top of Mount Purgatory in the earthly paradise, or Eden. Near the bottom of purgatory... Seven P's are traced on Dante's forehead, standing for the deadly peccata, sins, that weigh him down and keep him from paradise. As Dante struggles up the mountain, the marks are cleansed from his forehead, one by one. The following texts from the Purgatorio describe this cleansing process as a kind of healing. First, Seek only that the five wounds healed by being painful soon may be closed up, as the other two already are. Second, but to soothe you and grant your wish, here is Statius, I call on him, I beg him to be the healer of your wounds. In Purgatorio 25. Third, With such treatment, and with just such diet, must the last of all the wounds be healed. Purgatorio 25, 138-139 Fourth, keep your munificence alive in me, so that my soul, which you have healed, may please you when it leaves its mortal frame. Purgatorio 31 As a result of this process of being freed from the burden of these wounds, Dante feels so light as to be able to soar into the heavens. In the last words of the Purgatorio, he exclaims, I came forth renovated, even as new trees renewed with new foliage, pure, and ready to rise to the stars. Purgatorio 33, 143-145 Dante's conclusion to the Purgatorio reminds us that the ancient Greek word phusis from which the word physician is derived means growth. The true physician is the one who stimulates growth. And in Purgatorio, growth is stimulated through the practice of healthy habits, confronting and overcoming the temptations and errors of our lives. It seems natural to ask at this point whether Dante's poetry itself doesn't stimulate growth in precisely the way of a good physician. Surely this is Dante's aim.